If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician, a.k.a. The Stable Genius and Vocal Minority, and welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Sports Grid Network, episode number 421, the 421st convening of the Stats Overbeat Cypher, where we help you, say it with me now, win your leagues and win that cash. This is a big night for a lot of people. Okay, it is week 13, Monday night football. We got Viking Seahawks about to kick off in like an hour, hour and a half. But that's not why it's huge for a lot of people. There are a lot of people where depending on what happens tonight, they will either make their fantasy playoffs or not. They will get a bye or not. Depending on the kind of payouts of your league, depending on the dynasty settings of your league, a lot of stuff is going to get decided tonight. So I want to 
proactively wish the stats over beats cipher everything possible dilly dilly that you get the seeding the money you want to win your leagues and win that cash let's get into it though um we usually start with the injuries and this will be nothing else because most people in the stats over beat cipher have to worry about this because they're playing either next week or in week 15 all right so tj hawkinson to the ir okay yeah, n- not a bad rookie season, and I don't usually like tight ends in the rookie season, but he did well, something to build off of, okay? They also say they're going to keep uh, Matt Stafford active because, you know, they have, quote-unquote, respect for his competitiveness. He shut down, people, all right? Plan accordingly. Um, Darrell Williams from Kansas City, that hammy, he got shot by a sniper or something early in about second, third quarter of that game. This is going to be very interesting between Shady McCoy, Darwin Thompson, maybe a returning Damian Williams. This is one of the very few spots to still watch, okay, as you move forward into your fantasy playoffs. Uh, Kalen Balaj went down. It looked bad. They carted him off. That's now left to, like, you know, Patrick Laird and Miles Gaskin. I'm not so sure that's a situation you want to watch. Um, Greg Olson went down with a concussion, right? So maybe you need a waiver tight end. We'll give you one or two, all right? And we'll do it like we do on Mondays, all right? What speed's got right, what speed's got wrong, the biggest takeaways that you could parlay forward. And then we will look to the waiver wire. You never know. Maybe you lost some of these guys, right? Um, Maybe you have something really bad, like depth chart issues, all right? So we are going to try to find every little nugget to – Fight off the Fugazis for you to win your leagues and win that cash. Also, moving forward, thing, uh, Chester Rogers went down with a knee. Uh, Zach Pascal, maybe. Oh, and by the way, Doyle rules. My man Frank Stanfield of the BFFs, he knows that. I was all over that on Sunday morning. I told you that in the waiver wire pickup. Hopefully that worked out for you as well. If you look forward, though, Austin Hooper back practicing, coming off an MCL. He may be available. Some wide receivers may get activated off IR. John Ross in Cincinnati. Devin Funches in Indianapolis. Oh, and by the way, the Jags are going back to Gardner Minshew. He is going to start week 14 for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and that brings us to our poll question. The question I have for you straight up is, not right now, but next year. Who will be the Jacksonville Jaguars starting quarterback come the opening of preseason and week one next year? Is it the mustache, Minshew Mania? Is it the guy that they spent something like 80-some-odd million dollars for, Nick Foles? The guy that they got, the offensive coordinator and John DeFilippo, who was, you know, perfect fit for him, had success with him, built it all around that big Nick energy? Or is it door number three? which could be this quarterback merry-go-round I've been talking about all season long from the Cam Newtons to the Marcus Mariotas to the Andy Daltons to the maybe Phillip Rivers and Matt Staffords. Or via the draft. You know, we've been tanking for Tua. That ain't going to happen. But now could a team like Jacksonville, if they were drafting like 12, could they get a guy like Tua at that spot? Or Fromm or Eason? What will the Jags do at quarterback? That is a poll question for us today here with the Stats Over Beat Cypher. Uh, you know, Pluto channel 517 zumo channel 719 we're gonna look at that we're gonna look at the takeaways we'll look at the waiver wire and we will look at the stats overbeat cypher league for sure but if i were to give you general principles i've been telling you guys for weeks it is time to trim the fat on the bottom part of your roster. You are now looking for the best possible lineup you can have for like two different weeks. You, you are looking at week 15 or week 14. If you're really getting ahead of yourselves, find the matchups for that week. And boy, oh boy, Danny, we're also going to talk a little bit about some game of inches because we've been having it all season long. Uh, Danny, we have to recap him because I want to see. And one of them is Chris Ventra. He is in the building. Danny, 
in the pit of misery if we can get Chris Ventra to come up here for uh, maybe the middle segment because we got to talk about our Game of Inches finalists. That would be awesome if the closer could join us. And I ask because, by the way, guys, it's the Sports Grid holiday party going down tonight right after Fantasy Freestyle is done. There will be no in-game live. We are going to, uh, you know, we're going to do our little chips and dip and soda and yuletide secret Santa action as we watch Monday Night Football. So I'll tell you what I'm looking for about that as well. But listen, as we get into the takeaways, the first thing I have to tell you, and the real ones are about that San Francisco-Baltimore game and what we saw last night. But before we go to break, I also got to tell you, I think they're changing the standard for this pass interference, this review, this replay, this generating pass interference or offensive pass interference. In the first few weeks... It just never happened, right? We were starting to get used to the fact that, oh, coaches are wasting their challenge if they do that. Well, they overturned three of the six last week. There were a couple of examples this week where they overturned it, and I think that's even worse. We used, I used to be able to understand that it's not worth it for coaches. Now you're putting coaches in a bad spot. Now coaches think, well, they may actually turn it, and everyone sees it on the damn jumbotron, so maybe I got to throw the flag. What? is the standard when it comes to this. And I'm sorry, but this is still subjective. This is still going to bite somebody in the ass come late regular season playoff push or playoff time. Maybe it'll be the New Orleans Saints again. Uh, we shall see. We're, we got one more show. Then we got the Sports Grid holiday party. I got the stats over Beach Cypher. Tell me what you want me to ask anybody at Sports Grid at the holiday party. You want me to ask Gabe why he's drinking the white wine? You want me to ask Frank Stanford what prop bets he likes? You want me to ask Arielle Epstein if she thinks Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens are a shoo-in for the Super Bowl? Let me know in the chat room. Let me know your questions. We'll take it back. Episode 421 of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on Sports Grid. Takeaways and what the spitting statistician got right and wrong for week 13 on the other side of the break. Ya tu sabe. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. 
and I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Come along and ride on a fantastic slide, slide. I'm out some sliders in like a minute. And by minute, I mean 45 minutes when we have this holiday party. But I got to still help people, you know, win their leagues and win their catch. The stats overbeat Cypher on fire. I told you about that pass interference, which I think is a problem. But here's the thing. My main takeaway, and I know you've probably been hearing about this all day long, the demise of the Patriots and whether or not it is greatly overstated or understated. And I'm going to be consistent, people. I've been saying the same damn thing about the Patriots, and I'll say the same thing. In portions of it, what we saw last night is, in fact, a blueprint. On the defensive side, what Houston did real well is they said, you know what? We're going to take away Edelman. We're going to double him. We're going to bracket him. And we're going to put a real cornerback or someone who could actually cover James White. Now what, Tom Brady? Now what? You know, and here's the thing. We talk about all the time the Patriots like to make you play left-handed. That's what they did against Bill Belichick and Tom Brady yesterday. And the problem is Edelman still did fine six for 106 for one touchdown. A lot of garbage time. James White, 8 for 92, two touchdowns. A lot of garbage time. If you're a game of inches because of that, or, you know, the Miami Dolphins kicker, or the Kansas City Chiefs defense, I want to know. But Brady doesn't trust the left hand. They made a huge part of it on the telecast. Collinsworth going over, oh, he gave the gun signal. Read his lips with McDaniels. They don't trust Jacoby Myers, Matt LaCrosse, um, even Mohamed Sanu. All right, They don't have that chemistry. They don't have that stretch to field. That is a real problem for them if they play. Now, listen, the Texans have four first-round picks and second-round picks in their back secondary. Not everyone will be able to do that, but we've seen it all year, All right, and that is real. The other thing I will say is, and I've said it all year, the Patriots are the default team, but there is one of three men in the AFC, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, and I've always said the third was named Deshaun Watson. And that's what happened last night. Deshaun Watson threw touchdowns, off script, extending plays. 
He made plays. Even avoiding a sack, Collinsworth was slurping him because he avoided a sack to extend the drive. And that is important, okay? Last year, I said, and I'm going to go a step further, no, the Patriots aren't done. But those three men, Lamar Jackson, Patty Mahomes, and Deshaun Watson, can beat them. And a defense that's real good, like, oh, I don't know, Buffalo, might be able to stifle them if they take away Edelman, if they take away James White. I'm serious. Tennessee has beaten them in the past. And here's the catch. Last year, the Patriots went 3-5 and five on the road. They got the sacrificial lamb in the form of the Chargers on divisional weekend, which is what always happens. Sometimes they get the Texans. Sometimes they get the Colts. Sometimes they get the Titans. Sometimes they get, you know, like they did last year, the Chargers. They went 3-5 and five on the road last year. Look at their road record this year. They beat on the road already, like Miami, the Jets, Washington. They have Cincinnati still. That's fine. That's four of them. Look at the other four. They beat Philly by seven. Philly's below 500. People don't like them. They beat Buffalo by six. They lost to Baltimore. They lost to Houston. I think that New England better get a bye, better get home field advantage. Because I do not think they can go on the road and beat two of those three teams on the road in back-to-back weeks. If they are the three seed or lower, they will not make the playoffs. If they're the two seed and they have to have, you know, the Chiefs maybe come in, maybe they, and maybe, but this is a different, are they dead? No. Will they still go 13-3? and Probably. You know what I mean? But that is a huge takeaway for me. Tom Brady is obviously frustrated. He's first in the league in attempts, 29th in the league in completion percentage. That is a huge takeaway. And San Francisco and Baltimore are living on the other side of it, okay? That was an amazing game. San Francisco 49ers fans should be happy right now. You know, you get three points for the home field advantage. They won a great three-point game. What I learned if I'm a 49ers fan, that run defense— I mean, that defense travels. That run game travels. There were three sacks, nine penalties combined in that game. I talk about, you know, how that can undercut and eviscerate teams. It didn't happen in that game. If this is a Super Bowl preview, I'm good with it. The problem is that San Francisco can literally fall to the five seed tonight with a Seattle victory. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. Also, a big takeaway for me is nobody wants to win this NFC East. Dallas defecates the matches on Thanksgiving Day. I gave out Buffalo plus the points, by the way. Philly, with everything right in front of them, in Miami, a game they should win, they defecate the matches. Philly now still a game behind at five and seven. I'm going to tell you this. I think Philly still has the inside track. Look at the schedule. Dallas has Chicago, the Rams, at Philly in the big showdown game, and then Washington. Philly has the Giants twice and Washington. And then that showdown game with the Cowboys in Philadelphia. I still think the Eagles could win this NFC East. I don't think they're going to look good doing it. I think it might be at 8-8. Eight and eight, But you can get them at like plus 250, plus 300 to win that division. Everyone still thinks Dallas is going to win that division. I don't necessarily think so. And then another poll question we put up is this idea of like how many teams do you think are going to like, what's the record of the best team? And everyone thinks it's 14 and two. Everyone thinks the, you know, the the Ravens are going to win out or the Saints will win out. And you can't do that. Listen, yesterday, the Bengals, the Dolphins, and the Washington football team all won last week. All right. 
these teams are going to win some games. The high-end teams are going to lose some games. It just happens. All right, so you got to take advantage of this. You got to take advantage of this when you start to see these big lines. Think about it. Carolina was a 10-point favorite. Washington beats them. Philly was a 10-point favorite. Miami beats them. All right, the KC Chiefs, they were a 10-point favorite. They were the only double-digit favorite to get it actually done and cover the big number, okay? We're going to start adjusting. People are going to start thinking, over-perceiving these bad teams and over-inflating these good teams. There will be some W's and L's that pop up every week. That's why you're still not in your survivor pool. All right, I must admit also a couple of things that I got wrong. All right, and I don't know. Break out the damn it, doll, I guess. You know what I mean? That's what you got to do. Break out the actual damn it doll. This is what we talk about um, with the Jets and Jilly Dilly. Shout out to the Cypher, right? I have the Jets damn it doll. But, guys, the Cincinnati Bengals run defense was, like, historically bad, literally. I said it on this show all season long. Multiple teams had run for 200 yards against them. Right, strong style. Damn it, damn it, damn it. You know what I mean? That's what we need. Why do they not run the ball? Why are they not running the ball against the Cincinnati Bengals? Le'Veon Bell goes for 10 carries for 32 yards against a run. Why does Adam Gaze have to try to front like he's the smartest person in the room? You know what I mean? Why does Adam Gaze have to be like, you know what I'm going to do? Everyone runs for 200 yards against them. I'm going to throw the ball. Joe Ranieri said it best that he tries to think he's so smart. Tries to be the smartest guy in the room. And that's what he thinks he does all the damn time. You could have just ran the ball with Le'Veon Bell multiple effing times. They decided not to do that. Sam Darnold, 48 attempts. What do I tell you guys about being a volume thrower? And the Cincinnati Bengals never force you to have to be a volume thrower. I got that wrong. I thought the Jets would be more than good enough. They were all high and mighty. But to be quite honest, and rolling, but to be quite honest, Maybe this helps my ultimate narrative because I don't think there's anything going on right now with the Jets. I do want the better draft pick. I do want Gays gone. And maybe an embarrassing loss like this. Now they are the first team ever to lose to two teams that were winless with more than seven losses in the season. They lost to the Miami Dolphins, giving them their first win. They've now lost to the Cincinnati Bengals, giving them their first win. Maybe this ekes, you know, Christopher and Woody Johnson over to be like, nah, we don't need this. Nah, let's find, you know, Matt Rule, Jim Harbaugh. Nah, let's find someone else. Let's go in a different direction. Let's bring back Mike McCarthy and bring some grown, you know, stability to this place, maybe. Who knows? I got that wrong. I'll tell you on the other side of the break, there's another team I got wrong that bounced back. There's the return of what works for the real team. Then we'll talk about what I got right. There were definitely some things. Listen, if you followed me in DFS and prop bets, we were good. We'll talk about that. Then we'll spin it forward to the waiver wire if you're still in the playoffs. And then, you know, as we go into the Sports Grid holiday party, we'll see if the closer wants to come up and talk about his game of inches and how that game of inches may keep him out of the fantasy playoffs. Ooh, that's tough. Dilly Dilly, Fantasy Freestyle 421. Come on back on Sports Grid. Get on the grid, yo. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, Fantasy Freestyle. Yatusabe, episode 421. Stats over beat Cypher convening, helping you win your leagues and win that cash. I also got to let you know, if you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000, go to pointsbet.com slash grid and open up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets up to $1,000. Check it out. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet offers its own concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet by. So, for example, if you're playing Monday Night Football and you bet the Seahawks, right, who are minus, say, two and a half, and they win this game by 10, you'll get 10 times your stake. That's pointsbet.com slash grid. Enter the promo code grid and get your two risk-free bets up to $1,000 today. I'm checking out the chat room right now. Dexter Rojas Three out of four leagues in their playoffs. Strong style. Three out of four leagues in their playoffs. That's what we do here with the Stats Overbeat Cypher, okay? 
uh, you know, the regular season is nice and all, but we're going to be still helping you out moving forward. And here's how I accurately did that for you last week. All right, check this out. And we only had a Monday show, but I was trying to listen. I've been talking for weeks now about Father Time calling for Philip Rivers. And what do you know? There's a report out that they may bench him. Listen, they now have four wins. What are they going to do? All right? They, they need to pl- plan for this. He wasn't horrible. 20 of 29, 265 yards. But this is a talented roster, people. Philip Rivers is now the problem. Much way I used to say a year or two ago about Eli Manning. What are they going to do? Is Tarad a better option for them? Do they need to see? Are they going to be on the merry-go-round? Do uh, Judging by the way you guys think the poll is going to go, is Nick Foles a viable candidate out there? Is Dalton, is Mariota, is a draft pick if they win four games? But they need to finally invest in this, okay? There's going to be a lot of opportunities to fully turn the page in this offseason. I've been telling you, you know I've been plugged into the Chargers. I love their roster, but the time has come to everybody to acknowledge that Phillip Rivers is – the problem there at this point, and they need to move on when they still have a good young defense and a lot of playmakers. All right. I also, listen, I admitted when Jonathan Williams put it in my eye previous weeks, right? When he, you know, went for a hundred and some odd yards, and then I was like, nah, I'm not so sure. And he did it again, put it in my eye. And then what did I say? Nah, nah I'm not so sure. I said, there's going to be more Naheem Hines. I said, don't go back to that well, especially you need to start your studs with everything on the line. If you listen to me, then you didn't have Jonathan Williams in and you avoided his eight carries for 14 yards. All right, we got that one right. You start your studs. And if you're in the playoffs next week in week 14 and you're going to ask me a question like, is it getting too cute going blah, blah, blah? The answer is yes. Start your studs, even the ones who have somewhat underperformed for you throughout the season. I also, guys, how many times do I have to tell you about Devontae Parker? I've hit his prop bets now like three, four weeks in a row, okay? Devontae Parker went seven for 159 and two touchdowns. For fantasy people, he has been wide receiver four over the last month. He has been someone on the waiver wire that I have been talking about for the last month. I give you the diamonds in the rough and the fugazis, the ones who forget about. How many times do we have to tell you about these things, okay? But that wasn't the only one. I'm talking about Jack Doyle TD props. I'm talking about Joe Mixon under props. The spitting statistician was hot on that. And the spitting statistician told you also, we told you about the damn Tennessee Titans. They score over 30 points again. I know their defense and special teams blocked the kick and scored, but when are you going to start respecting this Tennessee Titans offense? They have the same balance that a lot of teams I talk about don't have. I say Rivers as a volume thrower. Matty Ice as a volume thrower. Carson Wentz as a volume thrower. I say it doesn't work, right? They have balance. They're scoring 30 points a game. Tannehill throws 17 of 22. 182 yards. That's all he needs. 77% completion percentage. You know why? Because they have balance. Henry goes for 26, 149 and a touchdown. After, oh, I don't know, 26 carries, 129 and a touchdown. After, oh, I don't know, 19 carries, 159 and a touchdown. They are now tied with Pittsburgh. Nobody wants to talk about them. They're not a sexy team. They're a Thursday night football at Jacksonville kind of team. But they have the balance that I've been saying a lot of these teams need to crave. And the team that doesn't have it, that I've been talking about the most, is the Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz did it again. He threw the ball 40-some-odd times. Miles Sanders is fine, and I told you about that. 
but I believe Jordan Howard is something on this offense gives them, bringing it back, the left hand. When someone takes it away, you are still able to enforce your will, have balance. They've lost that. Miles Sanders had a good game. Trust me, I had him in my DFS lineup that hit. Didn't hit like Drew Dinkmeyer, although we did discuss the damn lineup. Okay, and I did have Sanders and Jeffrey and Devontae Parker, right? Put up like 159. But I got to acknowledge what I also got wrong. We talked about the Jets. The other one is the Rams. Listen, I've, but in the similar vein, I talked about Goff as a volume thrower. I talked about Gurley as that balance, as that linchpin. What do you know? Gurley goes 19 for 95 and a touchdown. You add in Malcolm Brown's 30 yards, right? May, I, I, I might have put salt on their grave. I've been fading them all year long. And don't look now, but if they get the full herd back and if they get the balance back in the form of Gurley and if the Seahawks win this game and Minnesota sticks at eight wins and the Rams have seven, they are still live. Now, I have been fading the Rams and the Bears all season long. I ultimately do not think it will happen. But at least last yesterday, I got them wrong. They put it in my eye. They looked, again, like a herd. And what do you know, like Tyler Higby, 7 for 101 and 1, that is indicative of the fantasy herd. That's what the Rams want to do along with Gurley, along with another back that can be, spell him, for a combined 25 for 125. That's what they need to do. And if they can do that, and they stay within reach, maybe they can. All right, so here's what we got to do. All right, as we turn the page here, let's look at the waiver wire. I want to do this quickly because I know some of you, a lot of people, you should not need the waiver wire right now, okay? At this point of the year, you should not need the waiver wire necessarily, but if you real deal stats over beat Cypher, Dexter Rojas, Ben, Perry Ying, Strong Style, Jilly Dilly, you probably need to manage some playoff fantasy football teams, and you may have to play in a wild card matchup next week. All right, so check it out. There's some. All right, by the way, let's look at the running back position. Oh, and by the way, Jonathan Williams is the biggest drop right now going on in most leagues. Yeah. Dilly dilly. But in any event, the number one ad for me, guys, he's only owned, I can't believe this when I checked, he's only owned in 13% of leagues. I'm talking about Raheem, Ketchup, and Mostart, okay? My, my man went for 146 yards, but it's more important than that. You know how I talk about all the time, I've been saying it for a month, you need to start to get these handcuffs, right? What's important to me is that with no Matt Breida, you thought Tevin Coleman would pick up this slack. But no, Coleman stays in the same role. He's more of a pass catcher. He's more of a finesse play. Most start is the between the tackles guy. And if Breida's out or not, this is a vital piece of the run game, and you want shares of this run game. He's only owned in 13% of leagues. Raheem Mostart, my number one waiver wire ad if you need someone to plug and play. My next guy, Darius Pork Fried Geis, people. Shrimp Fried Geis, Jazz, Basmati Rice, Jasmine Geis, Red Beans and Geis. I don't give a damn. He's only owned in 50% of leagues. How many times do I have to tell you about Geis? He went 10 for 129 and not one but two touchdowns as the Washington football team banged people out of their survivor pools. And I've said he's the kind of young back that will ascend over time. If you're the Washington football team, you need to find out about Haskins and Terry McLaurin and Darius. Guys, you don't need Adrian Peterson taking three, five, ten carries. 
this will continue. I can't believe he's unowned in half of leagues right now. Go out and get Darius Geis. Darwin Thompson is the other one, guys, that I'll give you at the running back position. This Kansas, same as you want shares of the Kansas City, uh, of the San Francisco run game, you want shares of the Kansas City offense. And Damian Williams hasn't touched the field since he got hurt in Mexico City. All right, Darrell Williams went down. Shady McCoy, they are, quote-unquote, managing his reps, right? He'll be there. So who else is there? And Darwin Thompson looked good in, like, a drive where they were trying to kill the clock and end the game. Darwin Thompson had spunk as a rookie. Darwin Thompson is only owned in 5% of leagues. I'm saying it right now. Of these guys, Raheem Mostar, Darius Geis, you know them. Darwin Thompson is owned in 5% of leagues. Darwin Thompson will win, people, fantasy football leagues this season. Some people are going to pick up Darwin Thompson and they're going to ride a two-game hot streak or a three-game hot streak. Darwin Thompson is the man of all these people that is only owned in 5% of leagues that could you could go out right now and bolster your flex spot and win your league and win that cash. All right, at the wide receiver position, it's names I've been telling you people. All right, it's James Washington, 22% owned. He's still there. He's the big play guy. I don't know about Juju. I don't know about Connor. I don't know about anybody at this point. It looks like Deontay Johnson and it looks like James Washington are going to be the guys for the foreseeable future. He's only owned in 22% of leagues, all right? He scored a touchdown in three of his last four games, all right? Robbie Anderson coming off a seven for 107 is only owned in 57% of leagues. And guys, they got Miami coming up next. If you need them, that's a viable plug-and-play. I've been telling you about this guy for a month. I can't believe that Devontae Parker is only owned in 80% of leagues. That's four-fifths. So if you're at the bar right now, or if you're in the pit of misery right now, and you're about to be a playoff team, look around. If there's four other people, one of you five are in a league that you can pick up Devontae Parker in right now. He's been wide receiver four for the last month. Worth the check. That's all I'm saying. The other guy that's worth a check is Sterling Shepard. He's owned in 58% of leagues. He's back to being the wideout one for the Giants, you got to imagine, right? And he uh, caught a touchdown yesterday as well. When we come back on the other side of the break, here's what we're going to do. I'll give you a couple of tight ends, right? We'll talk a little bit about Game of Inches. We'll talk about the Stats Over Beats League, and we'll preview Monday Night Football. And if the closer wants to come up, and we can talk about Game of Inches, because I know he's had a few. We could talk about that as well. It's episode 421 of the Fantasy Freestyle. Stats over beat Cypher. We got Monday Night Football. A lot of people getting in the playoffs tonight. Dilly dilly. I hope it's you. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best hip-hop groups of all time. You know how people do top five rappers of all time? I've always thought it would be like top five groups of all time would really be interesting. You know, without thinking off the top of my head, you know, Outkast, A Tribe Called Quest would have to be down. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of legitimate groups. Wu-Tang Clan, for example, but I digress. I once had my man Mike Blewett name all nine members of Wu-Tang on air. And he, like, I think he named, like, six or seven. It was really impressive, I got to tell you. And I mentioned Mike Blewett because I see him walking past there. The holiday party for Sports Grid is about to pop off. But I got to tell you some tight ends that you can look at on the waiver wire first. All right? Because, um, oh, and by the way, Terry R., no, you should not bench Chris Carson. Start Carson and Russ. Make it pop. And anybody who's let Devontae Parker stay on their waiver wires absolutely out of their damn mind and has not been listening to the spitting statistician helping you win your leagues and win that cash. At tight end, by the way, guys, listen, I'll say this. I'll say Jack Doyle is still owned in 
57% of leagues. That means he's not owned in 43. I said it last week. I bet the Doyle rules prop bet, and boy, did it cash. All right, so you could listen to me or not. He's someone you could jack if you lost Olsen or you don't know if Hooper's coming back. He's someone. Tyler Higby is now a part of this offense. I thought it was Gerald Everett. They're going away from Everett to Higby. That could be an option. And Gasicki has been growing in the Dolphins' offense as well. Mike Gasicki has six or more targets every game for the last five in a row. All right, so that's something that is building in that offense along with Devontae Parker. Ryan Fitzpatrick be slinging it, slinging it, slinging it. So as we move on, oh, and some people in the chat room are asking about defenses. In week 14, listen, I'm fading Drew Locke, right? This Houston defense that stifled Tom Brady, they've got Drew Locke next week. I'm on that one. This Philly defense, Daniel Jones is a turnover machine now. Maybe Philly is a streaming defense. That could be interesting. I was thinking about Cleveland as well against Cincinnati, but maybe Andy Dalton. I was thinking about Green Bay against Washington, but Washington ran the ball well last week, and Green Bay struggles against the run. So look for Houston or Philly as a couple of other ones. In Week 15, though, for example, Philly again. They get Washington in Week 15. So maybe Philly could help you out for a couple weeks if you're really at the bottom of the barrel and you're looking to stream uh, defenses. All right. Danny, are you with me as we round into form for the Sports Grid holiday party, which is about to pop off? I see people coming on in. You're still in the pit of misery doing yo men's work, and I appreciate you for it. Danny Otto, are you with me? I'm here. All right, check this out. We got to look at the uh, stats over Beats League. First of all, big ups to John G, regular season champion. However, check it out. He's gonna, I'm going to beat him this week, Danny. Nice. I'm going to beat. So that means that I beat the two top teams in this league. John G, who goes like 11-2, and two, I beat him. Jilly Dilly, who's going to be in second place, I think, I beat her. Mike Fearless did the same thing, but, you know, hey. And I will say this. I had a bad year in this league. I'm in playoffs in all other places. You know, everything from the GST League, which is a big buy-in, to the Flex League of Experts. You know a lot of those guys. Um, to... You know, my big home league to maybe the pit league. We do the pit of misery league. I still got some things going on in that league. I got to win and get in, and I'm up. So I'm going to be on the cusp. I was in, like, fifth place entering this week. But in any event. But, Danny, I finished at least ahead of Mendo and his Fugazis. You know what I mean? So that's like a consolation bracket for me. <laughs> Danny, you are facing, correct me if I'm wrong, you're facing the PayPal Steelers. No, I'm. I, Jilly Dilly is facing. That's what it is. You or the PayPal Steelers, I think, are going to get the last playoff spot, right? Sounds like it. Yeah. So you look like you may win. You need some things to happen. You got. You're facing. Uh, who are you facing, Danny? You're facing BZ yeah. Johnson and I'm fearless. Right, but what players are you facing? Oh, I am facing. Hold on, I didn't have my app open. Hold on. Come on now, Danny. <laughs> Let's see. I can find this out for you. Come on, Danny. You are facing. Fearless X. I'm and, Johnson. All right, so. And Hollister. Johnson and Hollister, and they need to combine for 44. I like your chances, Danny. I like your chances. I'm hoping. But the key is you also need Jilly Dilly to come back on PayPal Steelers. I do. So And Jilly Dilly is down by 29, but has Dalvin Cook and DK Metcalf left. Yes. I think you might get it. I'm hoping. So check this out, Danny. 
if you make the playoffs, it, you know, that's cool. But other teams that might make it and have to play next week are probably like what? Our boy Danny Lee, the undisclosed location, maybe Crypto Toker, Young Kaz. We haven't heard from Young Kaz in a while. If any of you guys are out there and you are in the playoff matchup next week and you want to call in next week, we'll do a Stats Over Beats League preview, you know, matchup on air uh, for the Thursday show. Sound good, Danny? Sounds good to me. And also, thanks to everybody for, you know, inspiring me to do this. We did it. We had fun. I hope everybody in the chat room had fun with it. In year two, next year, Danny, we got to do it a little bit bigger, maybe. Maybe we do multiple divisions. We make it bigger somehow like that, okay? I like that idea for sure. All right. Sounds good. So check this out, Danny. Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football is about to pop. Seattle Seahawks are like two, two and a half, three-point favorites. All right? And I got to tell you the truth, Danny. The, the side scares me on this game. I, I lean Seattle on this game, okay? I'll tell everybody that. I lean Seattle in this game. But these are two good teams, and people have to realize that. when we, We're going to see matchups of two good teams, and this goes into my thing about you can't just, like, auto-win, like, fill out everybody's schedule with wins and losses for the last quarter of the season. We got that poll question up uh, on um, Make It Rain. And we asked people, how many wins are, is the best team in the NFL going to have? And everybody was like, it was like 70% 14. You think that these teams are just running the table. These are two good teams. I'm not sure. This should be a nip and tuck game, but here's how I see it. Seattle is 22-7 and seven against the spread in prime time when Russell Wilson is their quarterback. And that's important to me because I also know that Kirk Cousins, while he is having a great season, I'll admit that. His Achilles heel, his bugaboo, has been primetime games, clutch spots. And I think when we have two good teams, I think we are going to be sitting at some point in the third quarter, and this game is going to be like, you know, 17-17, something like that. A one-score game going into, you know, late third quarter. And the question is, what do I believe in? I'm one of the people who said Russell Wilson was a value at MVP in week one when he was 20-1, to 25-1. to 1. I'm still holding the ticket, so I know. I trust Russell Wilson over Kirk Cousins to make a play and not make the mistake in a close game in the fourth quarter. That's my lean on this game, but I'm not necessarily doing that. What I do believe is both teams are going to try and control this game via the run. So what I also see 49 and a half as a total, I also lean under. I lean first half under. My man Joe Ranieri has been betting primetime unders for the last month and a half, and they've been coming in. I think both of these teams are going to want to establish the run. Dalvin Cook is fifth in the NFL uh, running the football. Carson, Penny, they're going to want to establish that. I know the secondaries are not the best on some of these sides, right? Outside of bump, whatever. I think these teams are going to want to establish their will, see if they can establish the balance. The same thing I've been telling you is the key for good teams in close games all season long. So I'll lean under and I'll lean Seattle in this game. But I wanted to explain to people, and, and, and um, Danny, is Ventura around? Do we have anybody around? Because I got a way that I'm playing this game. And I'm going to combine. If anybody's around, let me know. Bring them on or put them on. 
Even put Yang on, even. All right. What I'm going to do, because this is a very special night, all right? This is the last night of the fantasy regular season. I have two leagues that I'm in where, based on tonight, things will happen. One is in my longtime Dynasty home league, all right? I am the two-time defending champion. My Patreons, you've probably seen me pictures with me holding this trophy with my name back-to-back. I am entering, I entered this week, I was in first place for a lot, I've been on a two-game losing streak, I entered this week in second place. If I lose this week, though, I can fall out and lose my buy, and there's a big difference in the payouts if I get the buy, you know, for like the fourth or fifth year in a row. So I need a win. In that matchup, I am up by 15, but I'm facing Dalvin Cook, so that's no good, but I have Stefan Diggs. So that's okay. So Diggs and up 15 versus Dalvin Cook. So I know that Cook needs to have a a huge game in order for me to lose. So what do I do? I look at the Dalvin Cook prop bets, and I see Dalvin Cook over under 81 and a half rushing yards or 128 combined yards. And I know that he's going to need to hit over in order for him to beat me and Stefan Diggs, and 15 points. So I bet the Dalvin Cook prop bets over. It's called hedging my bet, fantasy and prop bets. And another one, and this is why I wanted Ventra, the Pit of Misery League. I don't know if y'all hear this, and we talk about GST League, which, by the way, I'm dominant in. That's the big money expert league that I played uh, Jim Ross in the playoffs in. You remember that, Danny, right? Well, I'm going to be 11-2 and two and in first place in that one, but I digress. Yeah, man, that's big things. That's, that's, that could be nice. Um, but in this pit of misery league, Danny, with the minute or two that we have left, I need to win. It's one of those leagues where, like, fifth through, like, ninth place, everyone was, you know, seven and five or six and six or whatever. A lot of teams in the middle that could have made it. And I was in fifth place going into this last week. If I win, I'm in. If I lose, I fall right out. Okay? I am winning. I am facing... Your boy, representing the Goon Squad, Chris Ventra. I am up on him. I'm up on him by, I believe it's like 12 or 12 or so points. He has Hollister left to go. That's it. And as you know, that's possible. But I think it's only possible if Hollister gets into the end zone. He's not a volume-catching threat in the Seattle offense. This is a run-heavy offense, in my opinion, right? So he's only going to beat me. If Hollister gets a touchdown, I look, and the prop bet for Hollister to score an anytime touchdown is plus 280. That's good money to me. I'm going to bet a unit on Hollister to get a touchdown because if he gets a touchdown, I hit the prop bet, and maybe Ventra gets enough points to hop over me and force me out of the playoffs. But I hit my prop bet at plus 270 or plus 280, so I feel all right about that on balance. Now, if he doesn't score a touchdown... I think it'll be very hard then staring at him needing to go, you know, like six for 65, and I don't think that happens. Yes, there's a universe where I lose both. We figured it out in the pit of misery, but I don't think that's going to happen, and that's me doing the cross-sport, cross-platform hedge special. That's what it is. So in any event, guys, thank you to the Stats Overbeat Cypher. I hope you guys make your playoffs, all right? Hit me up with screenshots, your matchups. 
Thursday, we'll be right back at it. We had the Thanksgiving kind of holiday break off. Thursday, we'll be right back at it. I'll do a full segment, guys, of calling in and answering your questions to get your sit starts going for the playoffs. We will open up the phone, Danny, on Thursday for a full segment for all your sit and starts, and we'll try to figure that out so we can keep it rolling. But thanks to Henry Henderson, who said he's making the league a playoffs because of my advice. People like John G, Dexter, Strong Style, and the Stats Overbeat Cypher. I am live in multiple playoffs. Especially, we'll see what happens on Monday Night Football. I lean Seattle. I lean under. And we'll see what Hollister and Cook could do. I'll be back. Hopefully, y'all are in the playoffs. I know I am. Dilly dilly. The Sports Grid Holiday Party is about to pop off. You know what it is. Yatu Sabe. I'm out. I got to finish this first beer and have some others that Sports Grid is apparently paying for me. And I'm thankful for that. We'll be back. Fantasy playoffs on Thursday. We'll get you ready. Yatu Sabe. I'm out. Peace. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. 
And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here's what you missed on Fantasy Freestyle. Eddie, are you ready? This is a big night for a lot of people. Okay, it is week 13, Monday night football. We got Vikings Seahawks about to kick off in like an hour, hour and a half. But that's not why it's huge for a lot of people. There are a lot of people where depending on what happens tonight, they will either make their fantasy playoffs or not. They will get a buy or not. Depending on the kind of payouts of your league, depending on the dynasty settings of your league, a lot of stuff is going to get decided tonight. So I want to proactively wish the stats over beat site for everything possible. Dilly dilly that you get the seating, the money you want to win your leagues and win that cash. Let's get into it though. Um, we usually start with the injuries, and this will be nothing else because most people in the stats over beat cipher have to worry about this because they're playing either next week or in week 15, all right? So TJ Hawkinson to the IR, okay? Yeah, not a bad rookie season, and I don't usually like tight ends in the rookie season, but he did well, something to build off of, okay? They also say they're going to keep uh, Matt Stafford active because... You know, they have, quote-unquote, respect for his competitiveness. He shut down, people, all right? Plan accordingly. Um, Darrell Williams from Kansas City, that hammy, he got shot by a sniper or something early in about second, third quarter of that game. This is going to be very interesting between Shady McCoy, Darwin Thompson, maybe a returning Damian Williams. This is one of the very few spots to still watch, okay, as you move forward into your fantasy playoffs. Uh, Kalen Balaj went down. It looked bad. They carted him off. That's now left to, like, you know, Patrick Laird and Miles Gaskin. I'm not so sure that's a situation you want to watch. Um, Greg Olson went down with a concussion, right? So maybe you need a waiver tight end. We'll give you one or two, all right? And we'll do it like we do on Mondays, all right? What speeds got right? What speeds got wrong? The biggest takeaways that you could parlay forward. And then we will look to the waiver wire. You never know. Maybe you lost some of these guys, right? Um, maybe you have something really bad, like depth chart issues, all right, so we are going to try to find every little nugget to fight off the Fugazis for you to win your leagues and win that cash. Also, moving forward, they, uh, Chester Rogers went down with a knee. Uh, Zach Pascal, maybe. Oh, and by the way, Doyle rules. My man Frank Stanfill of uh, the BFFs, he knows that. I was all over that on Sunday morning. I told you that in the waiver wire pickup. Hopefully that worked out for you as well. If you look forward, though, Austin Hooper back practicing, coming off an MCL. He may be available. Some wide receivers may get activated off IR. John Ross in Cincinnati. Devin Funches in Indianapolis. Oh, and by the way, the Jags are going back to Gardner Minshew. He is going to start week 14. Be sure to follow all our social media at FNTS. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.